Port Authority today, walking by on this actual before that. There's a couple of days, if you were, I think I just mentioned this, but I'm going to do it again because that's what I do. I do it a lot because a lot of people don't listen to every episode. They just listen to one. Just bear with me a couple of seconds. I'll be right to it. A couple of days that you do not want to go to Manhattan unless you are an amateur or to experience amateur night. Okay. There's four of them now. One is New Year's Eve. You're dumb. Just don't do it. You don't want to do it. If anything, book a room like February for the next December or for that December on like Times Square where you can see everything, chill in your room and be nice and warm or whatever. That's not even that much fun anymore though. That's what we did. Two, Valentine's Day. Same thing. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just tell you, first of all, Valentine's Day is weird as it is. I think it's strange. People giving their parents and shit gifts on Valentine's Day. It's supposed to be for people you want to bang. Cupid doesn't shoot an arrow at your parents. He shoots an arrow at people you want to, you know what I mean? Anyway, third one is St. Patty's Day. Don't do it. And the fourth one is uh, SantaCon. SantaCon is definitely not a day to do that shit. This is fucking crazy. But um, that's what was going on, I think, today in Hoboken. Thank God, because it wasn't in, in Manhattan today. But just generally now that the weather's a little bit warm because of global warming or whatever, in December it's like 60 Almost Christmas, 60 degrees outside. It's cool. The people are taking advantage of it going to the city. There's a shitload of people. Like, way more than normal. But all these people that are there are like sheep. They're like sheeple. They're idiots. Like, I have no idea how these people have survived this long. Like, they, like I have a unicycle, an electric unicycle that I ride. And it goes like, the top speed of it is like 34 miles an hour. I never hit 34 miles an hour because I don't want to die because that's the top speed. You, you know, I'm not one of those people that pushes it to the limit because there's a top speed for a reason. If I want to go faster, I'll just get a faster unicycle. So for all intents and purposes, I'm doing like 20, 25 maybe, right? These people, they're walking, they're jaywalking through a green light. There's no cars, thank God, but they're on their phone. There's people in front of them. There's people behind them on a green light where they're, where they're you know, a green walking. Sim- so they, they get the green to walk and they're on their phone the entire street. Like, dude, unless you're like a doctor saving someone's life, in which case you shouldn't be walking, you should be running to wherever you're going. You don't need to be on the phone. But these people, they're like words with frenzing and shit. Like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? There's 11 million people in the city. Most of them are in cars. Or some of them are in cars. They're going to kill... Oh, my God. Like, it just... It drives me nuts. So, I managed not to hit anyone today. Thank God. I hit somebody the other day. Pretty hard, too. I didn't mean to, obviously. But the guy, again, he was fucking crossing the street. Not on a crosswalk. Green light. Bike bike light had a green. I'm going. I'm screaming at the guy. Yo, yo, yo. And he just turns my way. Finally, first he was looking the opposite way. I was doing, you know, I was doing everything right this time. He was looking the opposite way. I fucking nail into him. I'm fine because I'm the moving force. Like someone's tried to clothesline me before, you know, as I'm going on the unicycle and I ended up spinning them like a top because I'm the moving force. They're the ones that are not moving. Inertia has, is at my back, so to speak. So I'm 225 pounds. The fucking unicycle is another 60 pounds. So that's like three, 300 plus pounds almost fucking coming at you at 20 miles an hour like you're gonna you're gonna get hurt so 
there's like a pinball effect. I hit the dude, or a domino, I guess. I hit the dude, I'm fine, I stand up on my feet. The guy goes, hits the fire hydrant with the two poles next to it, ding, 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 you know? Falls down, drops his shit. I'm like, fuck off, I'm already late to work. Like, this is gonna be another fuck. Now I'm gonna put police reports and shit. God damn it, to my avail. And lucky me is that he dropped his crack pipe. His crack pipe fell right out of his bag. And I know what a crack pipe looks like because I've seen one before. It was one of those like gas station roses that you buy, the little ones. You know, the little gas station roses, the mini tiny ones in a glass tube. Yeah, that's not for giving somebody flowers. That's for smoking crack, just so you know. All you need is that and a Brillo pad. Uh, so I read. <laughs> um, anywho. Yeah, I had, a, I had a different life before I had a child. A lot of it was involved transactions of the cocaine sort. Now I just, uh, you know, drink Red Bulls and do this. Anyway, so I hit the dude. The dude gets up and he's all like, and of course, some fucking good do-gooder which actually now that I'm thinking about it I think they were probably in on it they were trying to scam motherfuckers out of money because some do-gooder walks by and says I saw the whole thing I look right at him I was like oh good so you saw him crossing the street on the green light he goes well I have to ask him if he's okay sir are you okay and the guy's like the crack pipe the crackhead's like uh, uh, uh. he's like bleeding from his chin and shit he's like you're okay you got a little blood there and then I nod to the crack pipe and I look at the good the, the, the do-gooder I was like you see this and then he was like, ah, damn it. He almost like, like got disappointed that he wasn't going to get me in trouble. So the guy finally gets up and he's like, do you have an ID? And I was like, no. And he starts to smile, which is weird. I'm like, why are you smiling? He's just fucking, what the fuck? And he's like, you don't have an ID, huh? And I was like, well, I can give you my military ID if you want, which I do have. And it's not real. And I don't steal valor. I guess like that's the only time I actually ever did, um, hypothetically speaking. But I never showed him my ID. I just said I had it. I do have one, it's fake, it's not my name, it's somebody else's name, but I have it, just in case, you know, it's easy to make, but, um, he goes, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this to someone that served the country, and I was like, yeah, I kind of serve the country, sometimes, I work in a restaurant, and I serve people food, you know, I just nodded, and he he's like, how about five bucks for a drink, and I gave him ten, and I was like, Here, I'll double it, just get the fuck out of my face, that was the other day, and there wasn't a lot of people in the city, today there was a lot, and they're all fucking retarded, they're sheep. So this is how bad it is, right? I'm in Port Authority, which is this giant bus terminal with a bunch of people trying to get to where they're going. And they're doing it fast. Some of them are New Yorkers, some of them are not. Most of them are not actually, because they're leaving New York, right? These people are walking by these two employees of the bus terminal wearing their you know, vest, neon vests and shit. One of them has a straight up megaphone. They had a megaphone, like the little, you know, the electronic like, thing that makes your voice really loud. And she's saying something on this megaphone, and they're standing next to a sign that has rearrangements of bus gates. So I guess the buses got rerouted somewhere, and instead of being on the third floor, you know, the gates are now on the second floor for a day, right? So all this shit's listed right there on the sign. You could obviously read it if you can read. And if you can't read, there's two employees, one of them with a megaphone, shouting it at the people, literally shouting it at the people, walking right by them, going upstairs. And there's another slew of people walking back downstairs because they obviously ignored the sign and the two employees trying to tell them that your bus is not on the third floor. So I went upstairs. I, got, I, was, I mean, I looked at the sign. I realized that the bus I needed was either upstairs or there was one reassigned to the gate. So first I went to the one reassigned to the gate because that was closer to my house. Realized that that bus is not going to get there for another 45 minutes. 
So I decided to turn around and take the bus that was going to go further from my house, but to get me quicker, get me there quicker, was actually upstairs past these people. So it took me all of like maybe like four minutes to do to do the trip, and I'm coming back and the sign is no longer there, and the two employees are now standing there distraught next to a broken bottle of Bacardi. Like I, I didn't know if there was a bo- bottle of water at first, and I was like, ah, oh, somebody got pissed and threw the bottle of water at the sign and fucking you know broke it or something. Nope, it was a bottle of booze. I was like, Jesus Christ, she got out of hand fast, right? Like these people are just so retarded. Like they're just. Oh my God! There's, and then these other people that try to cut the bus line—they think they're so slick. There was one guy I think that did it the slickest way the other day. He was like an old Spanish dude, and he knew how to speak perfect English, but he pretended that he didn't. And the only reason I know that is because I heard him talking after on the phone when he was on the bus already. He cuts the entire line of like 30 people because he appears to be lost, and he asks people if this is the bus. Is this the 167? Is this the one six seven? And the people are like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then he asks the next person, and he just keeps asking people if this is the right bus. And he fucking cut the whole line. This is the thing. Like, there's gonna be some douchebag that maybe says something, but what's that gonna do? Have the guy go and sit and to go to the back? Most people don't say anything. I honestly don't say anything because I don't want to be the douchebag that says something. And two, what the fuck is that gonna do? So I'm gonna put the guy in his place. Who cares? First of all, he's older than me. I'd probably give him my seat anyway if I had to. So it's all good. But like some of these people, they do it every time, and it's like you fucking assholes, man. You guys really are assholes. It's just, some people are just sheep, and other people are wolves. But you know, I guess I guess that's how you put it. Most people are sheep. Some of them are wolves, and they just take whatever they want. And the sheep don't care. It's fucking crazy though how how many people are just like so zoned into their own shit that it's it's remarkable. I don't really have a point in this podcast. I just wanted to say that. Oh, a very happy birthday to Goliath Casts better half we're gonna call her Elsa because we have different names so she might she may or may not be listening tonight or last night or tomorrow to one of these episodes maybe if she listens to this one she'll appreciate me saying happy birthday okay shout out boom uh, Goliath cast I better see her at work on Monday son of a bitch because we already know anyway um, restaurant where's I going with this where's I going with this oh so ever ace has this new thing now with me um like the other day he helps me out without helping me out but he knows so for example like he'll fire sides on the table and i'll just come up to his to, to the, his broiler and i won't know exactly which table he's picking up but he'll remind sides he's like i fired 75 right knowing full well they know already and they're probably already putting it in the window and they're like yeah but he didn't say it for them he said it for me so i know which table he's picking up I don't know if he does it on purpose. I'm pretty sure he does because he's not—he's not, you know, stupid by any means. So, yeah. That being said, so I was like, "Ever race, I love you, man." He's like, "Oh man, I love you too, chef." He's like, I, "I'm feeding. All I'm doing is I'm feeding off of your energy, man. I'm just a mirror image." And I was like, "Damn," because it was funny because I told him when we weren't when we weren't getting along, I told him that like any time I ever said anything bad to you was because it was I was reflecting something that you were saying to me. I don't just get up out of bed and start to saying bad shit to people, but I will defend myself. So like I tell him I love them, you say you love me too. He's like I'm just reflecting you, I'm just feeding off of your energy. And he keeps saying saying that to me and I know he means it, but at the same time it's just kind of like, "Ugh, like stop it, dude. You're embarrassing that he's not embarrassing me, but it's just like I feel like bashful, you know." So that's cool. I'm glad that that got sorted out because I really really did like um as much as I liked like arguing with him or bickering, I guess, so to speak. I don't like doing that with anyone. 
some people are more fun than others because I guess they they pose a better challenge and they actually it's fun to see people mad sometimes at stupid shit like like Beck today got mad at me for fucking asking him where the food mill was so I have one of one of my crazy ideas for these mashed potatoes that we got to make and I figured out how to make them without making them the way that a company wants us to make them the product is the same at the end of the day in fact probably these will be better because it gives less chances for the cooks to fuck it up exhibit A today when they fucked it up you know So the delivery guy who has nothing to do with deliveries he's listed as a wine steward he couldn't tell you a chardonnay from a fucking pinot noir i guarantee it out of the bottle he couldn't know he wouldn't know what the fuck the difference is but he's a wine steward and he puts away all the boxes of wine great so he takes my food mill he this was my idea he brings it to back back tells him to put it downstairs shit disappears i don't know where he put it downstairs there's only one two rooms it could possibly be i looked in all the rooms and all the boxes i didn't see it They look hard, not really, especially when Beck told me the size of the box. They ordered the smaller size that I wanted to. But just fuck it. So I'm not I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to give it up. I don't care. Because Beck's like, "If I have to fucking go down there and find it, I'm going to smash it." And I was like, "I kind of want to see you smash it." And he thought I meant like you won't be able to because it's metal. He's like, "Then I'll throw it in the garbage." And I was like, "Okay, Beck, chill out. You don't have to smash anything." He's like, "It was this big. It was in a box this size." And I was like, And then in my head I'm like, oh fuck, well, we don't need it. It's too small anyway. Then fuck that shit. I'm not going to waste my time looking for it. So I just gave it up and I did the schedule because I was asked to do so. Because although her eminence has her own priorities, some of them don't really align with, you know, literally everyone else in the world. So we had to change a couple of things. But uh it is what it is. You know, when when the boss asks you to do something, you do it. Do you gloat about it? No, maybe on a podcast later. but that's just shit it was mine before that anyway one thing i hate doing though is redoing my own work like i made i've done this once already this is the second time i did it and if it changes again i'm i'm not doing it again i'm not going to do it a third time you know i wrote the schedule for this day because she was asked to write it like so many days in advance she didn't do it so i just did it and then i was like oh, i did it and she's like uh, what? she like tears my schedule off the wall goes and redoes it and then she posts it again with her way which is like a dumbass way because she puts way too many people on labor's too high hopefully yells at us and yada 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 and corporate didn't yell at me anymore because I didn't make the schedule in fact I made it and she remade it so corporate was like well not really his fault then is it so now she's yelling at me like you have to look at the schedule the day before and cut people if there's too many and i was like no i do not all i have to do is continue to write the schedule the way i did and none of this would be a problem I didn't say that to her that way because I feel like I hurt her feelings. And I guess I shouldn't really care about people's feelings, but sometimes I do. So I guess that's my weakness, whatever. But like I said, I did it again. I'm not going to do it a third time. If she changes my shit again and just asks me to cut people, this time I won't be afraid to hurt anyone's feelings and I will promptly tell her to kindly go fuck herself. You know what I mean? So yeah. Other than that, I have no other good things to say. Oh, yeah, just people just just get the fuck off your phones. If you're commuting to the city, okay, get on your phones at the commute, like on the bus. When you're off the bus or off the train, put your phones in your fucking pockets or your purses or your backpacks and walk the fuck the way you're going. You're stupid and you're going to die soon if you don't do this shit. And it's not a threat. I'm just saying like statistically speaking. Okay, bye.